What's good, everybody? It's your boy Valdez, aka the Angry Man, coming at you live today to bring you the best content YouTube has to offer. What's going on with everybody? Hope y'all are having a great day. Yo, last night, last night we had a awesome freaking show. Those of you who didn't tune in for the uh, Angry Church premiere show with me and Minister Jap, you definitely got to check that out. Um, those of you who want to actually subscribe to the new channel, the Angry Church channel, all you have to do is go to this link right here and you can actually subscribe to the channel. You feel what I'm saying? So go to that link right there. You can subscribe to the channel because the replays of the shows will be posted on that channel. You feel what I'm saying? So definitely go over there, sign up, uh, um, subscribe. And be looking out for the uh, replays of that show. Oh, excuse me one second. I got to get my chat room right. There we go. My bad, y'all. This is the chat room for the other show. But before we even get into the topic, I want to give a special shout out to my man, um, Theron who actually donated the freaking 4K camera, which should be here tomorrow, which is awesome. You know, I, I actually asked for somebody to donate it yesterday, and Theron actually donated it yesterday, and it'll get here tomorrow. Um, so that's awesome. That is straight awesome. Um, yeah, Brother Xavier is actually the first subscriber to the Angry Church. <laughs> He sent me a text message. He said, yo, I already subscribed. I was like, yo, that's what's up. But, y'all forgive me. I messed around and let my phone die. I got to get the calling thing up on the phone. But, and shout out to the whole Angry Man Army. Shout out to the Angry Man Nation. Um, shout out to the faithful few who are in here doing their thing as always. Um, for those of you who want to be part of the movement, those of you who want to show some love, uh, we don't use the Super Chat button over here. We actually have a different link, which is Extreme Chat. All you have to do is click that link right there. And when you click that link, you'll get a notification like this. You feel me? Yeah. So when you donate, you get that notification right there. Not only do you get that notification, but right here behind me, if you notice, it shows the names of the most recent donators. Shout out to the Grinch God who donated at the beginning of the show. And then at the end of the show, you will see credits with your name in the credits to show that you are contributing to the Angry Man channel. Anything you donate is greatly appreciated, but I would urge you guys to donate like at least ten dollars. You feel what I'm saying? If you want to get the notification, now of course you can donate one, two, three, four, five, whatever. It is what it is. But today, what we're gonna talk about is your homegirl Monique. That's right. We talking about Monique again today. We talking about it today again. We gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it because there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on with Monique, um, with this whole Netflix debacle. 
You feel what I'm saying? This whole Netflix debacle uh, has been all in the news. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, everybody's been speculating. And the thing about it is because of the fact that we have social media and because of the fact that we have all of these different um, all of these different outlets for media and news travels way faster than it used to. You can kind of get bits and pieces of everything and just put it together. You feel what I'm saying? You can get little bits and pieces of things and you can put it together. And let me set up the thing real quick. I wanted to use my phone, but screw it. Because uh, I want you guys to call in if you want to add your two cents. Um, the call-in number, of course, is going to be 515-602-9723. You feel me? Okay, I got to figure out why that joint is not making any sound. What What is up with that? I got to figure out what that is. Matter of fact, we might as well figure it out right now. Screw it. Because there's something going on with that, why, that's not, why the sound is not coming up for that. I don't know what that is. This is what we'll do. We'll try this. See if it comes up. But, you know, you can pretty much look at what's going on with Monique and you can piece it together. You can piece together what's going on. Now, you know, mo most people want to sit back and they want to take Monique's side. And I get it. You know, I get what they're saying. I, I get why they want to take her side. You know what I'm saying? But there's something that's going on with Monique's situation that she's not talking about, all right? There's something going on with Monique's situation that she's not talking about. And, you know, a lot of people have touched on it. They have mentioned it. And after hearing that interview on Tom Joyner, it, it kind of it confirmed it for me. Start your show now, press 1. To well, hear important instructions, hear press 2. To speak to customer service, press... Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Blog Talk Radio. Okay, boom, we cooking. We cooking. Do me a favor. Uh, who? Let's see who we got in here. Is Char Willie in here? I don't know if Char Willie's in here. If you're in here, Char Willie, call call in. Let's see. Let's see real quick if if the call in joint is working. I'm trying to get my phone right because we need to figure out how to do this for the show later. But um, so so basically, what happened? Moni called in the Tom Joyner. She wanted to address the email that came out that said she was lying. All right. The email that came out said she was lying about the whole situation. All right. Hold on one second. Charles Willie. Is, is this thing working? <laughs> as far as I can tell, it's working. Can 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 you hear me? All right. I can hear you fine. Okay, cool, cool. All right. All right, so we got that working. Okay, so 
Anybody that wants to call in, we're going to be taking calls in a little while. Do not wait until the last 30 minutes of the damn show to call in, y'all. Don't wait till the last 30 minutes. If you want to call in and be part of the conversation, the number is above scrolling across the top of the screen. You feel what I'm saying? So if you want to call in, 515-602-9723 and press 1 to be added to the host queue. But, like I said, we, you know... I'm sitting there listening to this freaking recording of her calling into the Tom Jordan morning show. All right. And there was a couple of things that stuck out to me. Okay. Now she, she called herself calling in to address the email that said she was lying about the offer. Uh, you know, saying that she was initially offered $3 million, but she had to audition. And then she turned around and, um, you know, didn't want to audition, so they lowballed her with 500000 okay? So, she calls in, and the first person to ask her a question is Guy Tory, who is a, you know, popular comedian. Um, he's been around for a minute. You know, if you don't know who Guy Tory is, I, I don't know what to say. But, you know, Guy Tory asked her a, a very, very simple question. You know, he said that, you know, basically... There's a lot of people who are saying that you've been out of the game for a while. And because of the fact that you've been out of the game, um, you know, these these individuals are trying to say that you've been out of the game. You know, you, you haven't really been working. You haven't really been doing this. You haven't really been doing that. And she checked him. She did it in a nice way, but she checked him. She said, well, first of all, guy, she said, you know as well as I do that I've been I've been doing stand-up. I've been touring. I've been freaking going to these clubs. And, and while I've been going to these clubs, I've actually been uh, uh, bumping into you. You know, and Guy Torrey said, well, you know, People are saying that you've been out of the public eye. And so Monique's response to that was to say that, well, you already know how it is. You already know people make assumptions when you're not in the public eye as if you're not working. And she did make a really valid point. I'm going to give her this point. She did say that, you know, because of the fact that she's black, you know, if you don't constantly work, you're viewed a certain way, meaning a person who's white can take a break, can take a year break or a two-year break and come back and still be worth whatever it is that they were worth before, okay? But here's where her logic, you know, and if that was, you know, in some cases that is true, but here's where her logic breaks down, you feel me? Because first of all, this is the one thing you got to understand. The moment, she, the moment she got on the show, she was defensive, it didn't matter what question you was going to ask her. She was going to be defensive about the question. Okay. So when he asked her that question, she was mad defensive. That was the first thing that I noticed. She was mad defensive. And then what she said, you know, was, well, when you're black, you got to work all the time. Because if you don't work all the time, you know, they view you as not working. Whereas white people, they can take a break and then they can come back and still be worth the same worth. Oh, you mean like how Dave Chappelle took a break and came back and didn't have to freaking audition and didn't have to see 
there's a lot of arguments that she's making that doesn't stand up because of the simple fact that she is she's omitting information. Now, what what information is she omitting? She's omitting the fact that she was blackballed. This is the key element to the entire conversation. Now, I'm not defending Netflix. Me personally, I don't have a dog in this fight. I just know when I hear bullshit. I know when I hear bullshit. You feel me? And the thing about it is when you have uh, 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 when you've been blackballed in Hollywood, that's how they do you. That's how they do you. You feel me? Now, she said, she said, well, uh, what year is it? You know, she asked Guy Tory, what year is it? Oh, it's January of 2018. She said, well, if you remember January of 2016, if you remember January of 2016, then you remember that I did a little movie called Almost Christmas. And that's almost two years ago. In fact, it is two years ago. So you haven't been in a movie in two years. Two years. Now, I got into this debate with my girl. She said, well, uh, the, uh, the Almost Christmas outperformed uh, Amy Schumer's last movie. Well, of course it did. It had a shitload of people in Almost Christmas. This wasn't a standalone movie for Monique. Monique was supporting cast on that movie. You had Danny Glover, who has also been blackballed because he wanted to come out with the movie about the Haitian Revolution. You feel me? It had uh, a few people in that movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it wasn't just her movie alone, all right? But she's been blackballed. When you get blackballed, that's what, you, that's what happens. You get low offers, okay? And it, it don't have nothing to do with race because they did the same shit to Robert Downey Jr., when Robert Downey Jr. starred in Iron Man, the first Iron Man, they gave him a very low offer. You know what I'm saying? They gave him a very low offer. In fact, his offer was so freaking low that Terrence Howard wasn't even a, the star of the movie, and he made more money than um, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. in the first Iron Man, which is why Terrence Howard didn't come back for the second one, okay? He didn't come back for the second one, you know, because Robert Downey Jr. was making more money in the second one. You know why he was making more money in the second one? Because he killed the first one. He killed it in the first one. All right? So Monique is doing, and see, I'll tell you why I got a problem with this. She said, well, Amy Schumer wasn't getting a certain amount of money, and she complained about it. They offered her $11 million, and she went back and complained to get another See, I thought she just negotiated for another $2 million, but as it turns out, she played the woman card to get the other $2 million. This is why Monique feels like she should be able to play this card, because Amy Schumer played the woman card, the, 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 un, uh, the uh, uh, pay equality card, the, oh, we're, we're, as women, we make less money, because you're not as funny. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep it all the way funky. I don't care how long you've been in the game. I don't care how many freaking comedy tours you've done. I don't care how many shows you're on. Female comedians are not as funny as male comedians. That's just the reality we live in. Everybody knows it. Nobody wants to admit it. Okay? Nobody wants to admit it. 
Male comedians are funnier. That's just our reality. Now you can get mad about that. You you could you could you could freaking it, it really doesn't matter because it doesn't change the facts. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. It doesn't change the facts. You feel me? So when you're talking about hold on one second, what the hell? No, 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 no. Where's my freaking? I'm sorry, you guys. I got a certain stuff on the camera. Bothers me when I see it. And why can't I find it? That's really aggravating. But it's just a fact. You know what I'm saying? Male comedians are, male comedians are way funnier than female comedians. So, of course, they're going to make more money. All right? You're gonna get they, they're gonna get a bigger response than the female comedians, but you know she she says oh well, Amy Schumer complained about the fact that women weren't getting paid enough money and we rallied behind her. She said this. She said this. This this is what she said. I'm a, I'm a quote Monique verbatim. This is what she said. She said, Amy Schumer. No, better yet, let me rephrase what she said. She said, our sister, Amy Schumer. Okay, you got to listen to the verbiage. You got to listen to the language that she's speaking. She said, our sister. Well, first of all, the average black person would say, that ain't your sister. And if you think that's your sister, you just got a serious nigga wake up call. But see, in her mind, it is her sister. You know why? Because just like all of these other women running around here, she's a woman first and black second. Okay? Now keep that in mind. But she said, she said, okay, well, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you like this. Our sister, Amy Schumer, she got offered $11 million. And she went back and complained and said that she should be making more. And they gave her, and we rallied behind her. Well, 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 maybe this is what you should try doing. Maybe this is what you should try doing. Maybe you should take note. Maybe you should learn from the feminist movement and stop rallying your black ass behind white women so that they can get what they want only to shit on you afterwards. Because I guarantee you, Amy Schumer is not going to go up in the boardroom of freaking Netflix and say, well, I'm not going to work with you guys anymore unless you give Monique exactly what you gave me. Wait for it to happen, Monique. Hold your breath and wait for that to happen. You see? See, I, I wish that I was on one of these shows where there where she calls in and they ask her questions because I would I, all that phony shit she be doing, you know, I, well, beloved and and, you know, babies and, and you know, and, and I love y'all and I would make her come up out of that shit. I would make her come up out of that shit so fast. By the time I get through talking shit to her, you ain't going to hear none of that phony shit. You going to hear straight Baltimore chick. By the time I get finished, you're going to hear a straight Baltimore chick by the time I'm done. You feel what I'm saying? Because I would ask her the real questions, and I'm going to tell you the one thing I would do that would really shut her down. I, I, I guarantee you this would make her hang up the damn phone. 
I would tell her, before we even get this interview started, I just want to say one thing. Monique, these questions are for you and you alone. I'm not talking to your husband. I'm asking you the questions. Because this is what I noticed. This is what I noticed. They started taking phone calls. And there was one chick that called in and, oh, my God, this chick kept it all the way funky. She, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> she kept it all the way funky. She said, she said, uh, Monique. What we want to ask you is, why should we care? Why should broke folks care about rich folk problems? Or why should broke people care about rich people problems? And Monique was like, well, you know, <laughs> well, I tell you what, um, I'm going to show you, I'm going to have my husband answer that to show you how uh, uh, he answers, how he feels about that. She said, no, I want to know how you feel about it. She said, I, I want to know how Monique feel about it. She said, oh, well, this is how I feel about it or whatever. And then all of a sudden Tom Joyner said, oh, I think we lost the call. Bullshit, Tom Joyner. Y'all hung up on that chick. Y'all hung up on, they hung up on that chick. Because they knew that chick was about to give Monique the pure work of God. They know she was about to work. They know it was coming. And they hung up on her talking about some, we lost the call. Come on, man. Come on. But the funny thing about it is, before that even happened, they asked, they asked her a question. And she didn't even answer the question. Her husband answered the question. I'm like, oh, shit, is this nigga on the line, too? And the more I'm listening to what's going on and the more I'm watching, I see what's going on with Monique. I see what's going on with Monique. She tries to pretend like they're, they're, it's some sort of arrangement where she just has the utmost respect for her husband and her husband is the head of her household and this, that, and the third. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. And I'm not saying that he's abusive or anything like that. I'm not making no allegations like that. But one thing I will say, he is dominating her career. He is dominating her career, which would not be a bad thing if he was a person that was good at it. Meaning if he was good at being a manager. He's not a good manager. He's not. He's too close to the situation. He's, he's, he's married to the woman and he's guiding her career. And ever since... That started happening. It seems like that's when Monique started having the most trouble. You know, and I'm, you know how I am. I'm not here to talk against the fellas. Feel what I'm saying? But they're stirring up too much shit. And they're about to mess up money for other black folk. They're about to mess up money for other black folk, which is jacked up. You feel what I'm saying? But yo, real talk. Before we even get into this call, in these calls, man, we got 160 people in here watching. 160 people in here watching. Out of the 160 people in here watching, how many of you folks in here that have not chatted, have not said anything in the chat room, how many of you folks in here are down with the Angry Man Army? Out of the 160, if you're down with the Angry Man Army, go ahead and hit one in the chat room. Roll call. Hit one in the chat room if you're down with the Angry Man Army. Or if you just love the show, hit one in the chat room. 
Hit one in the chat room. That's what I'm talking about. And from now on, this is how we're going to do it. Whenever I say roll call, hit one in the chat room. Whenever I say roll call, we're going to hit one in the chat room from now on on the shows and shit. Now, for everybody in here that's hitting one, if you've never donated to the Angry Man channel before, for all of you that's hitting one, if you have never donated to the Angry Man channel before, you feel me? This does not include the faithful few. They always donate. But those of you who've never donated in the chat room, how many of you are going to donate right now? If you're going to donate, hit two. Hit two. If you plan on donating on this stream, hit two in the chat room. See, we got Black Caesar, Victor Vega, and another cup of Kool-Aid. All right, fam. We got Trill Life Ty. If y'all want to donate, here's the link right here. All you got to do is click on that link right there to donate and show some love. So out of, 100, out of 170, we got 174 people now. Out of 174 people and all the ones I hit, we got four people that want to contribute to the show. 200 can watch, but four people want to contribute to the show. And I did that shit on purpose. Five. Five people. Six, five people want to contribute to the show. I did that shit on purpose. Six. Six people want to contribute to the show. I'm doing it on purpose because I want to talk about, see, here's the thing. And this is why Monique, this is why regardless of, of how full of shit Monique is being, when it comes to the Netflix situation, um, okay. Seven people. All right. I see seven people hit two. Still waiting for y'all to hit the, hit the link. So those of you who hit two, hit the link. Those of you who hit two, go ahead and hit the link, fam. But uh, you know, Monique is being she's she's being she's full of shit when it comes to the Netflix deal. But the one thing she's not being full of shit about, because um, there is some truth in what she's saying about black folks not supporting one another. Not emotionally, not financially, you know what I'm saying? Not uh, uh, physically, <laughs> like real talk. Black people do not support one another. You feel me? The other day I asked folks, to donate so that we could raise the money for that camera and luckily for me all it took was one person all it took was one person which was staring 
who has always showed love to the channel. You know what I'm saying? And and it's greatly appreciated, brother. But he he donated he donated the camera and donated some money. Real talk. So there's like there's like a faithful few individuals who really be getting it in. I can't even front. Let's see if we can get this phone right. Cause I wanna call I wanna call in from the phone. I don't wanna do it from the thing. I wanna see if it works on the phone. So let's call in, see if it'll work. Let's see if this will work. Okay. Okay, so we need to hang up from the thing. Okay, we got Shadow Prince. Let's see, Victor Vega dropped. Shadow Prince dropped. Yeah. Black Caesar, appreciate you. And so you know what? This is the real messed up part about the freaking. Appreciate you, Brent. the messed up you know what let me let me go on a real quick rant i'm gonna go on a real quick rant so yesterday when we was doing the live show so let's see how many people how many is that we had seven people to say they would donate Start your show now press one that's Since it one, appears you're two, calling back into a live show three, four, we are reconnecting five, you now okay so we had six of the people who said they was going to donate donate all right all right appreciate you appreciate you but Okay, so let me go on this real quick rant. I'm going to talk some shit real quick. 
So, excuse me. So yesterday, we actually had, uh, appreciate your cup of Kool-Aid, uh, NGA. So yesterday when me and Jack was doing the show, we was trying to get the blog talk radio right so that we could take calls. And we're going to get it right. Don't worry. And uh, Kevin was in the chat room. And Kevin, you know, he was like, yo, call me and I'll walk you through it. And he was like, all you got to do is plug your phone in. Now, here's the problem. Okay, so I already have a, a you know what I'm saying, another, another channel open for the phone. And all I got to do is plug this in to my phone. And my phone should run through the mixer. But here's the problem. I got a freaking iPhone. So guess what? When you have an iPhone, wow, that shit is crispy. That shit actually shows my Angry Man Army joint. So when you got an iPhone, here's the problem. And I let my phone, I didn't charge my phone last night, so my phone is halfway dead. So you only got one input, which you're using for the charger and the freaking thing. And, and everybody's been complaining about this with iPhone. It was the dumbest thing they could have ever did in the history of making phones. I'm pretty sure that Steve Jobs is rolling over in his damn grave right now. Like, it, it, that, that is the most asinine shit on the planet. And here's the, fu here's the funny thing. So they give you this adapter, right? They give you this adapter where you plug the, the, the thing in here, plug the thing in here like this, and then you use that. All right? But here's the problem with that. If you need to charge your phone while you have your headset in, what are you going to do? So somebody created these, which is, you know, it's, it's an adapter that has the input for the iPhone. It has the, where you put the charger in there and it has the one with the, with the thing. But the problem is Apple doesn't make these. I haven't seen, if, if Apple makes these, I haven't seen any. You feel me? So what happens is when you get aftermarket stuff like this, it doesn't work properly. You know, and right now I was trying to plug it in and what was happening is the phone kept vibrating and I'm trying to figure out why is the phone vibrating and come to find out the reason why the phone was freaking vibrating was because there's a short in it. So it kept on charging and not charging, charging and not charging. And I'm like, really? And I, and I bought this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, MMA Fan 3 said he dumped the iPhone. I, yo, I, fam, I, I'm, I'm, I'm to the point where I'm getting ready to. I'm thinking about getting the Pixel 2. Because I saw some really nice stuff about the Pixel 2. Uh, I heard it was an awesome phone to have. I'm seriously thinking about getting the Pixel 2. Plus, you know, most of the stuff I do is Google. You feel what I'm saying? You know, uh, uh most of the stuff I do is, is Google. You feel me? Hey, Google. Is Google better than iPhone? Here's a summary from the website fortune.com. Google Pixel 2 versus Apple iPhone 8. First, the commonalities. The difference is palpable. Google's new model has better image resolution by about two orders of magnitude, the company claims. The Pixel 2 XL screen is bigger than the other screens. There you have it. <laughs> Look, <laughs> that's jacked up. Damn. <laughs> Damn, iPhone. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's funny. That is freaking funny. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, so I, you know, my thing is with 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 Google, you feel what I'm saying? Like, oh my god, that's that's freaking hilarious. <laughs> Oh, man. But anyway, getting back to Monique's ass. Like, if if you watch, if you watch any of these videos that people are putting out about Monique, you feel me? You you start to see the picture of of what's really going on with her. And by the way, I'm I'm about to open up Discord. Um, Matter of fact, before we even open up Discord... Because uh, we're not going to do no long show. That's another thing that I got to do. Um, I know you guys like the long shows, but I'm, I'm not going to do three-hour shows anymore. Um, I'm going to start doing one to one and a half hours. Um, and the reason why is because I want to be able to do this show Monday through Friday. I want to be able to do the uh, Angry Church Monday through Friday. So we're, I'm going to try to keep these shows to like an hour and a half, okay? So I'm going to tighten up on, you know, the opening of the show being 30 minutes, um, me turning on Discord for 30 minutes, and then taking phone calls for 30 minutes, all right? So I'm going to start doing that because I also want to, like, and Saturdays, you know what I'm going to start doing on Saturdays? Saturdays I'm going to start doing my gaming videos on Twitch, because guess what I just got today? Guess what I just got today, nigga? You see what that is right there, right? You see what that is right there, right? It's that Dragon Ball Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. We about to get it in with that shit. We about to get it in with that shit. But I'm going to turn on Discord and... Hold on, let's see. Let me click on the Angry Cave. Boom. So I'm in the Angry Cave right now. So anybody that's on Discord, if you want to join the conversation on Discord, if you got something you want to add, if you got something you want to add about Monique's crazy self, you can jump on there if you want to. And then... uh. Let's see. Did you see all of DB Super? Yeah, I saw the last episode of Super. It, it was pretty cool. You know, but um, let's see. All right, so I got Discord open. For any of you who are in the, uh, uh, if you want to call in, the call-in number is 515. We, we still got the uh, blog talk up if you want to call in. 515 um 6029723 if you want to call in and add your two cents about Monique please uh call in 5156029723 you feel me um said blog talk is working pretty good okay cool cool um let's see who we got who we got who we got 
my bad, y'all. So we got Discord up. So I see you're on. You're an iPhone sympathizer. <laughs> Yo, cats is funny as hell. But yeah, man. Like I said, with with Monique, I'm I'm just noticing a pattern of behavior with her. Like I'm noticing a pattern of behavior with her. Like she. She seems to deflect every time somebody asks her really, really poignant questions. Um, she seems to always want to deflect. And she seems to always want to pass the buck and put it on somebody else. And, you know, and it, and she needs to realize. She needs to realize one thing. She's black first. You know. Now, I know there's some of you out there that want to say, well, I'm American first. Uh, I'm American first. Come on, Obsidian. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> you knew exactly what I was going to do, Joe. Joe was like, come on, Obsidian. Get it together. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, first of all, you, you got to understand and you have to realize that. My bad. I just noticed something. You got to realize that you're, you're black first, especially in this country. In this country, you are black first. For you women out there, you're black first and you're female second. Okay, so keep that in mind when you're trying to rally for the feminist movement, because they already screwed you over one time. They screwed you over back in the freaking 60s and shit. You know, they had the feminist movement going. Um, and you know, they, they enlisted Angela Davis in order to get you guys to jump on board with the feminist movement where women were fighting for equal rights. They were fighting for jobs. They were fighting for all of these different things. And guess what happened? Because of the fact they didn't have the numbers, they needed sisters to be a part of that. But that was never your movement in the first place. It was never your movement in the first place because the issues that they had, you didn't have those issues. Your issues came from being black first, okay? So you got to fix the first issue before you can go into the next issue. That's why if you notice, when you see black men on, um, when you see black men on here, uh, uh, on the internet, and you see black men talking about, uh, MGTOW and men's rights, what you'll notice is you'll notice there are different factions. You'll have the white men's rights and then you'll have the black men's rights or the white uh, uh, the white MGTOW and then you have the black MGTOW. But what you'll notice is they created IBMOR, which is a black version of certain things because there are certain issues that are going to be specific to us. Because in this country, we're black first. We, we can't sit back and pretend like we're American first. Come on, Obsidian, get it together. We can't pretend like we're American first. We can't. Because that's not the reality that we live in. You know what I'm saying? That's not the reality that we live in. And that's something that at some point we're going to have to accept. You feel what I'm saying? But, yo, man, I see we got, let's see. I see we got my boy Cerulean in here. What's going on, Cerulean? Oh, greetings, esteemed angry man and angry family. Greetings. <laughs> What's going How on, Charlie? Uh, you know, I, I really got to stop these all-night benders. Oh, man, you and me both, man. 
You and me both. I'm, I'm struggling, man. I ain't even gonna act like I'm not. <laughs> Who you telling, man? I'm telling you, nothing ages you more than that that all nighters, man. Like, yeah, man. Like, man, I aged five years over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I feel you, man. But yeah, man, what's sleeping like an old man in midday? Yeah, <laughs> I was doing that today, man. I was I was doing that today, like I was in here. Uh, I actually was in the bed sleep and, um, I had to get up and come in here and sleep because, um, my, my girl had hired somebody to come through and, and, and clean the crib and shit. Cause both of us be so busy. We don't really have time to be doing the shit. Oh man. Y'all got a, y'all got a maid. Oh, hell no. A maid is when you got a motherfucker that, that, that live in the bitch and sit in there and, and cook meals and shit. That's, hey, that's what I wish. I wish I had a fucking cook. <laughs> I wish I had somebody to sit in there and cook in this motherfucker. But no, man, um, I had to bring my ass in here. So I'm in here stretched out on this damn futon, feet hanging off of the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Storing like an old man and shit. And, and uh, Jap called me up talking about some, God damn, you sleep? I said, you goddamn right I'm sleep. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm in this motherfucker struggling. I'm doing bad. <laughs> but yeah, man. You know what it was, though, uh, Cerulean? It, it's, I'm going to tell you what's really hitting us hard. It's them BGS hangouts, man. Oh yeah, and then the uh, the back the back to back. Yeah, yeah. Back to back to back. Yeah, yeah, man. But it's so hard to resist. Like I, I I'm telling you, man. <laughs> oh yeah, because when niggas come on there, you're like, oh, it's so finger licking good, man. Like, oh yeah, delectable. Like a freaking animal. Like a freaking animal when they know it's child time. Like, I know this shit's about to get juicy. It's delectable. It's a delectable treat. I see you lurking in the shadows, uh, classic Ruby. <laughs> I'm not really here. I'm just a mirage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, like, it's it's rough, man. I, I be like, man, look, I'm not going. I be telling myself, look. I be talking about BGS's hangouts like it, like I'm an alcoholic or I'm a crackhead. I be like, okay, this weekend, I'm I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on the hangout. I'm just gonna take my ass to sleep. And then when it come on, I be listening. <laughs> Sit there, yep. it should be calling okay. me. I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, it'd be running through my brain like uh, Tariq Nasheed roasting Dr. Umar. Like, mm. so so this weekend. I'm gonna get some sleep. <laughs> oh my so god! Way, when I get on the hangout, I can be prepared. <laughs> but yo, did you uh, did you hear uh, did e- either you hear either you guys hear the uh, the the interview with Monique on Tom Joyner? No, I missed I it. Oh, I, yeah, I, I missed it. That's what daytime TV, yeah. The, well, it, it, somebody posted it on YouTube. That's how I heard it. Um, but yeah, man, that, you need to, yeah, man. I'm telling you right now, when you get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Monique that I understand. She does not represent Baltimore. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we got the incredible <laughs> Falk in here. She does not represent Baltimore. That notice she never, she never tells you she's from Baltimore anymore. Mm. Why? Whining and shit. Mm. Mm. I was like, how can I boycott something at Marvel and those Marvel fucking shows are so good? <laughs> I feel you. Like, right. Monique's actually you been doing about your little money. Take the damn five hundred thousand. <laughs> Shit. I'm You know my my, my, my problem is Monique is, is okay. You you you've been selling yourself short all of your career. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with five hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. Well, you haven't turned here. down a contract yet. <laughs> well because a, she got the award so now she's special but um i honestly think because there's something that you know we've all been saying lately which is you look at the look in her eyes and on her face when she's speaking and she doesn't look like she's all there she looks like something's off and the more that this story unfolds and the more public this gets the more honestly like and i know like you know we can't make these judgments about things without knowing more but it really seems a lot like an abusive relationship where you know he tells her like this is what you say this is what you think this is what you do and any other questions make sure you refer to me or whatever right and it's like she's standing so firm on this line that she doesn't seem to even understand for herself which is why she's going well i'll let my husband answer that well my husband can answer that well whatever like it's it's weird you just you just you just hit social justice gold ruby um i'm gonna tell you why you you know how she could have actually maneuvered herself into an amy schumer type contract if she would have had a white feminist as a manager Mm. Oh yeah. See, mm. the problem is, is her husband. Um, I told you about her husband before, but that's exactly why he doesn't make any movies anymore. Mm-hmm. It's because he fucked himself into the black ball lower echelon, in which there's, you know, hey, look, we'll give you twenty thousand for this role. Mm. <laughs> but that, that, that's exactly how he did it. Constantly playing the black card, constantly. Oh, I, I did this movie and this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and that's and that's a problem because whenever you hear uh, running her mouth, you can hear her husband. Mm-hmm. Well, did you, you know? guys hear though the? Um, I can't remember exactly what the name was of of the guy who. Uh, exposed all this on youtube but uh it was on lovely t's channel yeah I saw and so it. i went and i watched the whole I thing you saw that right yeah i saw that and so it's like yeah she did this that christmas thing or whatever it's called and even at that point she wasn't she was a problem ish but she wasn't the problem he was the problem mm-hmm. and he's a snake and he's turning around going behind her back probably behind everyone's back to sit there and try to get more money yeah right it just The whole thing reminds me of, and I know, again, like the whole Jennifer Hudson uh, thing was debatable as well, but it comes down to me that you have these fat girls who have fat girl minds with thin girl bodies with Mm -hmm. the low self-esteem that goes with the fat girl. And so she gets this man and, you know, like, it's like she's a prime prey 
for um, like for someone to take advantage of that and to then sit there and be like you're failing you were supposed to make us rich you were supposed to this you were like i can i can really see that all kind of coming together especially given that he's shown such terrible character mm -hmm. yeah so i well, i don't know that's what it, that's well, my take on it well here's 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 my thing here's my thing and you know i say this with an unblemished record of going hard in the paint for men. All right. Mm -hmm. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that that dude is coaching her on what to say, mm -hmm. that he's the one making her get on social media to do them little weird videos and shit. Mm -hmm. That, this nigga is, is basically using her, you know what I'm saying, has been using her for, for quite a fucking while. And in that in and of itself is abusive alone. He don't got to be, exactly. he don't got to be whooping her ass, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but nope. there, there's something very wrong with the entire situation. And it's, it's just like, okay, just like with my girl, my, my, my girl has her job. You know, she has her career. She has her little side businesses. When she make when she make business moves, I'm not telling her what she should do. If she asks me my advice, then I'll give her advice. But mm -hmm. I'm not on her phone calls any more than she's on here right now saying, well, hold on. Here's my opinion on it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You you're you're. Regardless of the fact that if you're in a relationship, and I and I notice how, and this is what she did. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what she did. She tried to pawn it off as, oh, well, my husband is my king, and I have so much respect for him, and this, that, and the third, and something about it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, in essence, in theory. But the way it was coming out of her mouth, the way it was rolling off of her tongue, there was something wrong with it. You know, well, that's what... I couldn't well, put well, my he, finger on it. He, he, was, he was issued. Like, so, okay, so Sydney, our, our friend Sydney uh, Fitz, Monique's husband, okay? Now, he was, if I'm not mistaken, he was an actor, or, or was he the producer of the Parkers? Not sure. Not sure. He was um, an no, he played the the role of Guy. What's his name? Sydney. Sydney Hicks. Hicks. Okay. He was Mister Jungle Fever and Fat Girls, which you know was uh, the the black female minstrel show. Mm -hmm. The last movie of note or TV series he done of note was Step in the Movie and the Monique show mm -hmm. in 2009. You hadn't heard a, a fucking peep from this nigga <laughs> really mm. since then. And then uh, I remember when she first got blackballed by um, uh, Lee Daniels, they were coming out with this uh, indie film called Blackbird and uh that went triple aluminum foil. <laughs> um, 
Acid triple aluminum foil. And then I in, interwoven, uh, <laughs> went, which barely went triple ply toilet paper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> triple ply toilet paper. That boy is good. Okay. That oh was, my that, god. Now, now, the reason why. Because he was doing the same thing when he's trying to do the uh, crowdfunding, the indie film funding mm-hmm. for uh, Blackbird. Okay, he was shitting on people who were telling him, "Look, for the budget you're asking for, you have this money on hand." Mm-hmm. Like, you mean to tell me that? You're worth twenty million dollars at the time, mm-hmm. and you're asking for two million dollars, which is like, you know, chump chasing you. Yeah. And then whenever you actually get the profits and the proceeds from this production, you will actually be pocketing all of that money. But the problem was, what? So they get barely. I said, and the problem is what happened is when when the movie was made, um, as a result of the crowdfunding, the indie funding that he did for Blackbird. The problem was that it went, it it flopped, Mm -hmm. and so nobody wants wanted to give him money, produce anything else. Mm. Mm For some reason, he was, he was the executive producer for the Monique show, but the um, but the problem is, is that was what back in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Yeah, and nobody's heard from you then, and then you're telling people to take a chance on you, and you haven't been doing shit for five years. Hmm. 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 This well, is what you bring this poorly scripted, poorly acted out. I mean, even the casting was was below par. Mm-hmm. And then you got these two ideas you want to pitch to be an executive producer for, and Blackbird is flop. Mm. Yeah, I I got him. <laughs> I, I hate to say this, man. I hate to say it, man. I, I got that dude. I, I think the dude is like a low-key pimp. I think he hollered at her from the giddy-up on some opportunistic shit. I, I mm-hmm. may be wrong, but I th- I'm i I'm just saying. I don't know. The way well, this shit, well, the way it's looking. On, well, he was an actor on the Parkers. He played uh, Guy Parker. Mm. In the TV show, it's a TV series. Uh-huh. Now remember, uh, fucking Monique was married when she was doing the park. She was married to another dude when she. Mm. The plot thickens. I, 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 I wouldn't say married, but uh, I don't know if it was marriage or if they were just dating. She was already with another dude. So she was. So hold on. Let me make sure I get this straight. While she was on the park, because I didn't watch the park, because I couldn't stand that fucking show. So, yeah. 
you know, I, I can't stand any I can't stand any black shows that have all white writers. And you can always tell. You know what I'm saying? But um it, it just had that corny ass feel to it, like Moesha and shit. I couldn't stand them fucking shows. But um Don't hate on Moesha. Sorry, continue. Man, forget that big waterhead ass uh 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 Chihuahua face. <laughs> Hey, listen. Between Ray J and Q, yeah, I thought I was the only one who hated that show. Nah, you ain't the only one. No, 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 no. The greatest two things that ever happened in my life was learning about Ray J from that show. A and B was uh, the relationship between Q and Moesha because I pretended I was Moesha and I was going to get Q one day and I've been in love with Friedro okay. Stars since Okay, first of all, part, first so. of all, the fact that you're the fact that you're in love with Friedro Star is bad enough. Okay. I know. Just with that great. little just with that little piece of the puzzle, I'm starting yeah. to put a few things together, Classic Ruby. And you need to I love Ever since Sunset Park, I don't know, man. Friedro Star just—I didn't even know about Onyx or whatever. Just Friedro Star in in the roles that they typecast him in, and he does them so perfectly. Like that's just like well, he's pre- that's like my you imprint. Mean, it's clearly you, my imprint. You yeah. mean where he's pretending to be a gangster? No, it's like no, he's not. He's what he is. He's a bad boy, but he wants to be good, and he especially wants to be good for you because he loves you, baby. Oh he God. loves you. That. <laughs> uh, I need hold on. I need a sound bite for that. What what sound bite can I use for that? Oh uh, my! Uh, Come on, Ruby, bite? get it together. Okay. <laughs> okay, I need a sound bite for that shit because because that shit was some that was some My Little Pony. Like you shouldn't still be having those feelings. You're you're a grown woman, Ruby. <laughs> no, I wasn't though. I was I was young when that show was on. Right, I was really really young. You still like, feel uh, that way though. Like you, you, the way you act him now, you act like if you was the bump in the Fredro, you would swoon and shit. Like you would clutch, Mm-mm. like you would clutch your pearls and pass out. Like, <sighs> no, because I wanted him to be a, the character. So oh, unless the char- he was walking around as the character Q, no, or the character in Sunset Park, like you'd have to be that character all the time. Like who he is when he's actually on like uh, injuries and stuff. No, I don't care for that at all. No, I care for the actual characters. I want that character to be alive, right? Just like I want Lafayette to be my best friend i didn't know anything about the actual actor i didn't care i wanted that character to be a living thing and then to be my bff that's what i wanted well the actual the actual dude the actual dude i'll put it to you like this uh one one time a few summers back 50 told him if he caught his ass in jamaica queens he was gonna snatch the skin off of him Which is hilarious because I know he meant that shit. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> here's the thing. Like, going back to what Cerulean said. So you mean to tell me, Cerulean, that Monique was mm-hmm. on the show Parker's. She was married to a dude. And this dude probably slid in and started hollering at her while she was married? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was married to, uh, 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 fuck, um, the dude that played Guy Parker in The Parker's. Uh, now that's who Sydney Hicks is, mm-hmm. but she was married mm-hmm. to this dude Mark Jackson. Uh, her oldest son is by this guy. Mm. Man, if you look at Sydney Hicks, you can see this nigga is, is straight playing the fuck out of her. 
He does this fucking face, man. You, he's a little deviant motherfucker, man. Oh, he's I was just looking at the pictures. I was just looking at the pictures and the faces he was making in them pictures, in them photos. Hold on. Meant to look like, meant to kind of be disarming. What's his and, name uh, again? Uh, fucking Sydney. Sydney Hicks. Sydney Hicks. Now watch this. I'm gonna I'm pull up a couple pictures for everybody to see. And 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 it's almost like, do you remember the 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 comedy special that uh um uh, that Dave Chappelle did, where he was like uh, when he said that that you know uh uh money is the bait and he is like and cars are the bait and the woman says nice car and it's like gotcha bitch he always has the gotcha bitch look on his face like every time hold on i'm gonna pull up one of these pictures and i'm gonna show you the gotcha bitch look hold on Hold on, I'm about to pull this shit up. Y'all gonna laugh y'all's ass off when y'all see this shit. Hey, he he look he looks like he's he, he, I mean you just gotta see. I'm gonna put it in Discord too. I put it in Discord too. <laughs> tell me tell me that's not the gotcha bitch look. Tell this me, a current husband? Yeah. Tell me this is not the gotcha bitch look. <laughs> it is. Tell me that's not the hold on. Yeah, I got the things up on the screen. You know, I want to throw. Hey, angry man, something. you gonna make me stop playing Dragon Ball to look at this ugly ass nigga? Tell me that's not the gotcha bitch look. Can I throw wait, something wait, wait. in there? I want to throw something <laughs> yeah. in there. Go ahead. <laughs> For some reason, I believe that, however she liked this dude or whatever, mm-hmm. I just think she she wanted him and she gave him a. Um, Increase in his status. Yeah. And with that, she's just, she's giving him a lot of praise and kudos because he isn't worthy of it as far as a a, a leader. Mm-mm. But she's still just putting it out there and making him feel good to keep him to stick around, which is mm-hmm. that gotcha bitch thing you just said. Mm-hmm. Right. That's wow. what I'm looking at. You see that? Wait, wait. You, 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 see you can photo, see it right? with the body language. Like if you look at body language, body language tells you a lot in pictures. So you can see, for example, she is leaning in, but mm-hmm. her shoulders are hunched forward. Mm-hmm. So it actually, and and he is actually not leaning into her at all. Um, and if anything, his shoulders, exactly. So you can see it's literally her. Um, you can see her insecurity. Her, please, mm-hmm. you know, care about me, love me, whatever. She looks insecure in the picture. And he looks like the most confident thing in the world, and she just happened, she might be some random fan or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, so you can see he, that all from he, just from the body language. He's got look. She has the she has the oh my god, I'm so happy to be with a man look. You feel what I'm saying? And he has hey, the, he has the I'm a Memphis pimp look. <laughs> hey, <angry laughs> Don't it look like my man? Don't it look like my man was dating off a low with expectations? Yeah. Of course. But you know what? I'm going to tell you who he looks like in this photo. And I'm going to tell you who I think his character is. Do you remember the movie Norbit? (laughs) Yeah. Remember the character that Cuba Gooden Jr. played? Oh, yeah. He's that nigga. I guarantee you he's that nigga. He's that dude. He's just (laughs) looking for money. He's that dude. Bet money on it. Yo, I'm telling you right now. Like, right now, Monique, she's mad about this situation uh, uh, with the money with Netflix because of the simple fact that she probably needs that fucking money. 
Cause, cause my girl, me and my girl got into a debate about it, and she was saying, well, Monique was saying when she got blackballed for the for the precious thing, like when she did the movie, Lee Daniels told her, look, if you do this movie, you're gonna get awards, you're gonna you're this this is gonna propel your career. So she did the movie for fifty thousand dollars, which wasn't shit, but Lee Daniels was making good on that promise because. She got an Oscar for the motherfucker. So Lee Daniels obviously is tied in and knows some shit she didn't know. All right. So what ended up happening is they asked her to go and promote, but they wasn't going to pay for it. They wasn't going to pay for her hotel. They wasn't going to pay for her travel and all of that shit. Now, she claimed she didn't have the money to do that, which really doesn't Mm -hmm. make any sense. But regardless, she refused to do it. She refused to do the promotion and shit. And that's what got her blackballed. Right. And. You know, my girl was arguing. Well, she was saying she didn't have the money because she had two houses with a mortgage. Okay, right there. Boom. You don't got the money, oh but you got God. two houses. All right? That's that's the one, that's the other thing. And then on top of that, I seen a video today. Um, I wish I had the video clip. But I seen a video today with Cardi B doing a doing a doing doing one of her social media things. And she was talking about how she got started and why she deserves her success. And she was saying... Well, um, when I was on Love and Hip Hop, I literally had $200,000 in the bank. And she said, I watched that 200000 dwindle down to 20000 because that's how much money I was investing in myself. Going into the studio, doing mix CDs. She said, I was knocking on DJ Envy's door to give him my mix CD or whatever. She said, I did a lot of shows and a lot of shit for the free. And I'm just sitting there listening to that. And I said, God damn. What kind of world do we live in where Cardi B got more motherfucking sense than Monique? Straight up. That's a hoes hustle. That's crazy, right? But mm. but my thing is, you know, she expected them to pay for her to go promote Precious and all of that shit. And she might have been right. But at the end of the day, if your career hinges upon you doing that, that's called a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? That's called sacrificing to do something. But she didn't want to do it. She didn't want to play their game. And now she's being punished for it. And the crazy thing is, I'm like, okay, <coughs> regardless of, you know, if you've been getting lowballed your entire career, okay, <clears throat> that's all the more reason not to be living above your means. But if you've been lowballed your entire career, um, which I don't think, I think she's had money. I just think this motherfucker spending it. That's what I think. Nine, time, nine, nine times out of ten, black women spend most of their time buying, consuming stuff than investing stuff. Or, but, but, yo, I'm telling you, this dude, I'm looking at the dude, man. I'm te- and the reason why I say that is because her career seemed to be doing just fine before this dude, before this dude came into the picture. Am, I mean, am I wrong? That's no. because she bought him. Huh? Yeah, that's because she bought them. Yeah. I just posted a picture of them in 2010 inside of the Discord chat. So mm-hmm. you can look at 2010. What's the difference in body language? What's the difference between the two of them in body language? You look down at him and he looks at her like, I'm going to get well, you. Well, right. Well, and and like, oh, well. I'm going to give you all that attention. And she has her shoulders back, chin up. She looks like the proudest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Like look, look at look at what I've earned. You know, she looks great in 2010. Look at her in the one that you just posted before. It's crazy the difference. Mm-hmm. Look at what I bought. 
She bought them. <laughs> just like the, this like doesn't work like, well. She bought them. She couldn't get like that off the strength of her physicality. Let's just be one hundred about that. Mm-hmm. Let's just. It's like the Jesse Williams wife. She looks, and Jesse Williams' ex-wife look like sin. Okay. Oh boy. So, so, <laughs> Please forgive Charles. You know, a place in hell for me. It's called a throne. <laughs> as long as I can be in your court, you guys can keep sending me to hell every day on Discord. It's fine. You know. <laughs> so, like, keep telling people she bought that motherfucker. Like, there's no way in hell. That's the reason why she's broke. I mean, she bought him, and now she right. can't afford the cost. Mm-hmm. I saw the video. I disagree. Sorry, but I disagree with the fact that she bought him. What I think happened, which I think is pretty obvious, though, is he targeted her. She's newly, again, she has that um, insecurity of having lost the weight, but having no idea how to feel like a thinner woman. Uh, You know, she whatever, and he targeted. He had his sights on her because, you know what, she's got the money, she's got the insecurity. She's never had a man look at her like, I'm going to look at her. She's never had a man treat her like I'm going to treat her. And he went and he targeted her and he got her. Oh, so it's a, not that she a, bought him, it's that... Hmm? He's, a pre- he's a predator for sure. Exactly. Um, I'll, 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 I'll tell you this. I mean, uh, you know, Sidney Hicks maneuvered his way up. And when he got into um, producing in, uh, you know, late 2000s, the end of uh, the 2010 decade, or 2000, 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. And see, what he saw was a weakened target, because what was Monique really doing 2008, 2000? I mean, they've been married since 2006, but mm-hmm. uh, there was a space of history where she wasn't really doing anything mm-hmm. at all. It's no different. It's no different than. It's no different than your boy, uh, Callan Kaepernick. He got into a relationship before before he got into a relationship with that current chick that he's with. This dude was clean cut, had a really close cut. You couldn't even tell he had any blackness in him. Me personally, I thought he was Arab. I thought he was Arab, and um, dude really wasn't no activist he got into a relationship with this chick and turned into malcolm shabazz dr king jr on our ass (laughs) (laughs) brother brother grew a fro overnight like that damn fro (laughs) came out there with that 70s fro like nigga like right on right on right on like i was like this nigga didn't where did this nigga come from at first you know i didn't even i'm gonna tell you the truth I remember he was on the cover of some magazine back in the day uh, when he first got in the NFL and he had his shirt off. He had all of the tattoos and shit. I didn't even know that was the same dude. Because I was looking at him like, I seen this dude somewhere before. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, that's who the fuck that is. You feel me? But he had did a 180. You know what I'm saying? And, and you see that with some people. Some people, they have personalities where they they're so weak when it comes to their own identity that Mm -hmm. they can get in a relationship with somebody both men and women and Mm -hmm. whatever that person is into that's what they become you know 
And it's worse when the dude, when the person, the woman or the dude not only have a strong personality, but they have intentions of forcing that personality on the other person. That's yeah. when it's worse, you know? Well, and like, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, abuse and, and whatever and like psychological abuse. Mm-hmm. And what people don't understand, like when I was with my ex, the whole five years I was with my ex, I had people telling me he wasn't cheating on me, including him. And everyone was trying to make me feel and look crazy. And I wasn't right. Because at the end of the day, I found out like literally he said every single time I turned around and said, I think you cheated on me like yesterday. He did. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, literally, I would guess the wrong person, but he always had. So mm-hmm. it was it was my intuition um, was telling me, but at the time I was still so fractured from what had happened in my life from 19 to 23, um, while, while I was with him, I was so fractured from my teenage years that I wanted desperately to be accepted. Right. So therefore I, I rejected everything that I was and you know, everything he liked, I, I saw every single comic book movie and a lot of them came out at the time with him and I was interested. That's when I saw the Star Wars trilogy because he was interested. So I was interested. I learned how to do web design because he did web design. He was on this website. I would join the website. Everything that he was interested in, I was interested in. If he didn't like it, I didn't like it. Mm. Right. And, you know, it's one of the things and I and I've said this to people and they don't understand being with my husband. One of the things he gave me was my identity back. And it's a strange thing to say, mm. but it's like if I mentioned I like spoken word, he doesn't like spoken word. He doesn't give a shit. But he would find some spoken word thing and bring me to it because I like it. And then, you know, suddenly it was OK for me to have my own interests and mm. whatever. And that's when I realized that that when I was 23 turning 24 and I realized, like, I lost myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, oh, and yeah. I was a really strong person at that point, And I was really well. I had barriers all around me to protect me from people. Mm. So I'm just I, saying I want, that I, want, I, want I can understand up. if I could happen to me, it could happen to anybody. Doesn't matter your money. Doesn't matter your status. Doesn't matter your gender. It can happen to anybody. You just need the right person who, who has the right predatory mind and sees the insecurity that you have so they can work it. Mm-hmm. Now I want I want I want you to check something interesting because the other day that movie Shadow Boxer with um, Cuba Gooding Jr. came up, and <laughs> if, you, if you that's a Lee Daniels movie. Mm. Now that came out what two thousand four two thousand and five. Mm-hmm. Did you know Monique also played in that? Really? Do you know what the, her character name in that movie was? What? It was precious. Get the fuck out of here. The plot thickens. And then five years, four or five years later, she's playing in a movie called Precious in which she plays Precious's mother. Mm. That is crazy. Mm. Yo, uh, what's up? What's up, Rihanna? What's up, niece? How you doing? Um, I see we got uh, Brother Xavier. What's going on, Brother Xavier? Yeah. I'm just sitting here listening. I mean, <laughs> good evening, sir. What's good, lady? Classic brother Cerulean, Charles Willie. Esteemed Xavier, the Luke brother Valdez. What's good, man? Yo, man, my um subscription. I, I've been meaning to hit you up, man, to tell you, man, my subscription's been rising, brother. They have so, uh, good, good. You guys, good, look, good looking on the plugs. Yeah, man. You guys need to go over there and subscribe. We got look, we got. A hundred and some people in here now. Y'all need to go over there if you haven't already and subscribe to Brother Xavier, man. I'll put yeah, man. in the chat room. 
didn't want to have a rack, so uh, look out for the brother. You know what I'm saying? Look out. Look out for the brother. Um, a couple things with uh, Miss Monique. And, you know, I don't I don't usually commentate on this stuff, but, you know, my wife been talking about it. You know, she been hit, beat me in the head over this Monique shit. So. Oh, me too. Me too. I've been getting, I, I had yeah, a debate man. yesterday about this shit. Yeah, man. Been beat me in the damn head. And, and this is my thing with Monique. Number one, it seems as if when you have these uh, these black uh, quote unquote celebrity types, they stay af- as far as away from black folks as they possibly can, mm-hmm. and you know their white daddy is is providing them with financial security. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the white man throws them out like last week's trash, now all of a sudden they fall back to the black people and say, support me. Yeah. Um, I, have a exactly. prob- I have a problem with that. And also, um, you talked about how she says, oh, you know, I didn't have the money to promote and this and that. So obviously she don't got the money now, but her ass is on social media every goddamn day. Exactly. So- would have been promoting herself it's by not, way of social media, and not only that, <laughs> right? but she, but after I mean, if you remember after Precious, you barely, you didn't hardly see her on social media, if at all. Yeah. Nope. yeah, she didn't keep close ties to the black community when she got that Oscar. She put her nose in the air, went off to the mountains, and <laughs> said, "Fuck you, niggas." Well, white white daddy white daddy had had her in his bosom at that time. You know, once once white daddy drop them out their bosom, you know, now they for the people and they want the people to be for them, which I think is totally disingenuous. Because like Valdez said earlier about the the lady who had called into the uh, Tom Joyner morning show, why should poor be concerned with rich black society's problems because you never you know it's never going to be the other way around rich black society don't give a shit about poor black society's problems so well, lucky i didn't call because i'd have been like so what do you what have you done for baltimore lately <laughs> right she's from Baltimore. so not to, not to mention you have to remember in the last 10 to 15 years there has been a major shift in consciousness in which people have become more conscious about the things that they watch, the things that they consume. Mm-hmm. And so the, the roles are shifting, which is why you see all of the uh, legislation policy changes like uh, the net neutrality uh, being challenged and all of that. Mm-hmm. Because people are becoming more, more self-aware and conscious about the things that they consume. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to TV, mm-hmm. people that had high market values ten, fifteen years ago no longer have that high market value. Mm-mm. You see, and so, and so, someone like uh, Monique, who has basically been lowballing herself all of her career. I mean, what do you think? What, what do you think uh, is going to happen to her? If you've taken fifty thousand dollars for your award-winning role, that's how people are going to engage you now. So, yeah. oh, you're you're worth you know hundred thousand role, fifty thousand for this role, mm-hmm. because you've already accepted the low ball from the jump. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Because your little thirsty ass never turned down a fucking role. 
But more importantly than that is that she's a moron because after accepting all of those lowball roles her whole life, she then went and publicly told everybody that that's what she did her whole life. And then she got the Oscar and then told everybody after that she was still getting lowball offers. She never got a great offer. So in essence, she exposed herself for being, you and, know, at that very then, low level of value and having accepted it. And then the reference that's the references that she cites, she cited Amy Schumer, Dave Chappelle. Now, mind you, both who have turned down roles, major ones, major mm. roles. Mm-hmm. Amy mm-hmm. Schumer turned down a, a, a TV show series in which they only wanted to pay her like $100,000 an episode or something like that, she turned it down. Uh, David Chappelle, remember, he walked away from $50 million mm-hmm. back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, there is a law of power that says absence is presence. Yep. Sometimes that you have to remove yourself so that when your value, your marketplace value goes mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. because scarcity creates demand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ish. But you know what? Even in like real life, like in normal life. So I work, um, you know, when I was a kid, like a teenager. Yeah, okay, I'm going to work for a minimum wage because I'm 15 and that's it. But I worked straight out of high school, not finishing it, but, you know, 19, 14, no, first at 18, I was working at the passport office making, you know, 17, 18 bucks an hour. Then I worked at Bell where, you know, our training was 16 bucks an hour. Once we started working there, it's 18 bucks. And then you get raises and bonuses and whatever. So that was what I established as my work history. Now, when I went to go get a temporary summer job, uh, the first one I got was at the insurance company. They paid me the same, around the same wage. But when I went to a store, just a clothing store, um, and because I'm like, I need a job for the summer and whatever, basically, or for the next six months or so. And they looked at my history and they're like, well, I mean, we can't pay you as much as you're used to. Uh, normally, we start people at nine bucks an hour. Like, we'll pay, can we pay you 14 to have you? Like, that was like, it was literally like, we're going to go $5 over what we, we pay any of the associates in the store just to have you here as a regular associate because we really like your work history and whatever, but we understand that you don't normally go for low-ball jobs. So that in and of itself tells you that if you set a standard for yourself early on um, and then you stick to that standard, people know you have standards. If they want you and if you sell yourself as something valuable, then they know that they, they have to try to meet your standards. Or yeah, they can't well, have well, it. Well, hold on. We we got a we got we got somebody in here who has a difference of opinion. Melinda Creer. She says studios have a ton of money for promotion. And then she said, pay Monique. She, unlike a lot of black people, blacks don't ask for money. Okay, uh, Lin, uh Melinda, uh the call in number. Well, what is that is, saying that a uh a, a unknown philosopher that has lost the history once said closed mouths do not get fed exactly uh, but Melinda call in the call in number is 515 what is the joint somebody posted matter of fact somebody posted in the chat room for her so she can call in and 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 raise if you if you have a difference if you have a difference of opinion and you think that what I'm saying 
and what everybody on the panel right now is saying is some bullshit. It's very simple. All you got to do is call in. The call-in number is 515-602-9723. Call in and hit one. And, and you know it's interesting? If she's talking about studios have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Sure, they have a lot of money. But the problem is, is that studios don't necessarily always have the eyes on viewers. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the issue. Netflix is offering you 500000 But Netflix has a subscriber network of, what, $120 million worldwide? Mm-hmm. Worldwide notoriety? Mm-hmm. That, that exposure alone is is worth its money anyway. I mean, you, you try to build back to what you were once upon a time ago. Maybe better than what you were. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's not right. Not like not like anybody giving you money now. Yeah. Well. Well. Here's the thing. And 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 uh, before before we move any further, this is what I'm gonna say. We have a new format for the show. From now on, when I do the show, I'm only gonna run my mouth for about a good 20, 30 minutes, and then I'm gonna open up Discord, and we're gonna have the regular people who always come on onto the panel you know what i'm saying some some are content creators some are not you know and we're gonna open i'm gonna have the call line we got the blog talk radio back now so i'm gonna have the call lines open so if you disagree with some shit don't be a coward don't be scared call in and we can we can trust me we we can address anything that you feel like you think is bullshit you know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing. Broke people, I, anytime I hear somebody make certain statements, I know it's a broke person. Because broke people have a certain mentality. It's like, oh, studios have plenty <laughs> Studios have plenty of money. Yeah, they got plenty of money. But if they want to keep that money, it, it's a business. And understand, when you when you decide to uh, promote someone or, or do, they're not doing that for her best interest. They're doing that for their best interest. Well, they they have to ensure that the uh, their business model actually survives paying out what exactly. Uh, matter of fact, we actually have some business owners on the panel. Exactly, Esteem, Xavier. What, what what would you do uh, to for a person who uh, walks in, you offer them say fifteen dollars an hour, and then they turn around and tell you, "No, I'm worth at least 20 I'll be like. Uh... Well, have a nice day because uh, you know I'm willing to <laughs> I'm willing to pay fifteen, and if you want to stay now, you must start at twelve. So, I mean, <laughs> if you this this oh, is my oh, thing. oh repeat that last part. If you want to stay, <laughs> if, if you want to stay now, it's twelve because you said that. Oh, see, now I mean, this is simple. This is simple business mathematics. Yeah. Oh, God. See, they take it. What what she's trying to do is she's trying to take a business matter, make it seem like it's this social justice matter. And nothing can be further from the truth. 
I mean, there's probably plenty of racism and, and bigotry and whatnot in Hollywood. I'm sure it is. But I think it was basically based on the business principle. I don't think it was so much of her being black or anything like that. I think they offered her X amount of money. She didn't want to take it. That's pretty much it, just like with any other kind of job. And maybe it does have something to do with her being a black woman and, and not being funny as anyone else. Maybe Maybe it did have something to do with that. But what she has to understand is this. You can't take a bad a bad business deal that went awry for you. You can't force it on us and run around on everybody's radio show and go on Facebook Live and Snapchat and every damn where else and expect us, you know, normal people to somehow sympathize with you. This may be a time for you to uh, defer to your newly acquired uh, black male brethren and start you a YouTube channel and start soliciting donations and maybe you can, mm -hmm. you know, make you a few dollars for some promotion or something. Yo, Brother Xavier, I would have did that the moment that they, the moment I heard anybody say, yeah, I think Monique is blackball. I'd have been like, wait a minute, did a motherfucker just say I was blackball? Okay. You know what, Lee Daniels, Oprah, all y'all, I, I got a trick for you. I would have immediately made a, I would have made a freaking YouTube channel. I would have called around and I would have linked up with comedians that was still cool with me. And I would have made a skit comedy show. Now, he, yep. here's, here's the funny thing about it. She's in a better position than me because she actually has the money to do that shit. She actually has been on a television show, been on movies and shit. And it's like you didn't make no relationships with with no camera guys, with no production oh guys. Like say what, Cerulean? I said now you're hitting business gold, Esteem Valdez, because that's where the real money is. The pathway to money is in the connections, not in the offers. Mm -hmm. not, now, 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 here's here's the issue. Precious had a budget of what ten million dollars. Mm -hmm. It's opening weekend. If you just tell, if you just told by its opening weekend, you would have thought this movie was a sure flop. It made less than two million dollars, so they le made less than twenty percent mm -hmm. of its mark. It didn't actually gross uh, a profit until after 2009. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, you guys. Wait a minute. We, we got to call him. We got a live one on the line. Woohoo! Ding, ding, ding. Hold on. Let's, let's see who this is. 510, you're on the air with the Angry Man Nation. Who am I speaking with? This is Melinda. Oh, Melinda. So what would, go ahead and make your hey, case, you Melinda. Doing? What's what's I'm, good with you? I'm in Oakland, California, so it's kind of hard to hear you guys. Okay. On my phone. Okay. Can't... Well, I just want to make two comments. No. One, um, well, we studio, can't hear it on Discord. Um, well, I'm just gonna... hold, if you can hear me, um, hold on one second. Is that the studio does have a budget, so she could have asked for the budget. Um, that they do, they, they do budgets for movies, and she wouldn't pay, I believe. Uh huh. Um. It's kind of hard for me to hear. Hold and on, hold on one secondly, second. Hold on one second, Melinda. Hold on, because they're saying they can't. Does so she have to still stand by still being at the $50,000? Can she kind of move beyond that a little bit? Uh, um, Melinda, hold on hold on one second. They're saying they can't hear you. Uh, you guys saying you can't hear her on Discord? Yeah, I can hear her. 
No, we can't hear it on Discord, but it is playing on the show. Okay, hold on one second. Let's let's hold on. Stay. I'm sorry, static on my end. I'm sorry. It's all right. Stay stay right here on the line, Melinda. Stay right here. We're gonna come right back to you. Stay right here. Okay. Hold on, you guys. I'm gonna use the phone and see if that'll work. We finally got some got some juice on the phone, so we're gonna use the okay, phone. Yeah, hear some fire there. So yeah, <laughs> I don't wanna miss it. We we gotta we gotta see what's up with this. Hold on, let's see. Let me call into the joint. Uh, let's see. We gonna get this phone thing right, man, cause I I wanna I wanna add this to the damn show, man. Let's see. Don't worry about it, Monique. You can come work for me if you can turn a wrench, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you said you'll put her to work. Oh yeah, I'll start hiring in three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. Three weeks to help one ads go up, girl. Don't worry about it. Come on down here to Dark Queen Boy City. said Holly Weird got major racist issues. Yes. But the issue is is that once a person submits themselves to Hollywood. What the look? If you already know that Hollywood is racist, why submit yourself to it? Let's see. But obviously the black actors don't have a really have a problem with uh, racist issues in Hollywood. Well, no, because you walk into it knowing it's racist. So with that being said, if you want to, there are some things, if you want to enter them, it's like if I want to enter a, a company that I know is sexist, then I'm going to walk in there and expect a sexist environment because that's what it is. I'm not surprised by sexism when it hits me. Same thing with racism. I'm not surprised when racism uh, hits me because I normally walk in expecting it to be so. Why the hell is this thing saying something about... Hold on. The number you are dialing is outside of your plan and will Ooh, occur I hear that. Cent per minute charge if you continue. You can hang up now to avoid the charge. Why is it saying it's going to charge me? We go. We we. Uh, that new trauma. I don't know. But we what can hear it. Shit is. Yeah, I know you can hear it because I had it. <laughs> I had it on speakerphone, but I don't know why the fuck it just said that shit. Ah, that's jacked up. Okay, so I'm trying to figure this out. When y'all, so you guys are on Discord, and you guys are hearing me through. Let's see. You guys are hearing well, me through the. Okay, let's see. Let's let's try this. Let's try this. If it doesn't work, then we can just listen to her. That's the main thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's gonna be a her up. there's gonna be a delay. That's the only problem with that. Uh. Mm. Let's see. I don't know how to freak. Okay. Let's try this. Input device. Okay. Let, let's. Let's try it like this. All right. All right. So I think I think I might have it. I think I might have it. All right. So we're going to try it this way. Let me, can y'all hear that? Yes. Y'all hear, yep. hear the dollar? Okay. So y'all should be yep. able to hear it this time. Y'all should be able to hear it this time. Start your show now. Press one. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. Okay, y'all heard all of that? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, so. Yep. All right, Melinda, you still on the line? Further from the truth. I mean, there's probably plenty of. Yeah. 
Okay. Can y'all hear her now? Yes, sir. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. So, mm -hmm. can you hear me? Um, yeah, turn down. Okay, hi, how you doing? Yeah, turn down yeah, your computer in the back. Okay. So, yeah, what, I guess it's the static. Okay, well, hi, how you doing? Doing um, all right. I've been listening to the whole Monique thing. Uh -huh. And my point, my two points are uh, with Precious, I agree with you guys. Maybe she should have taken the 50000 She probably made a mistake there. Um, and typically, studios do make decisions um, in terms of you know, promotion. Mm -hmm. And so she was really saying that she saw these, her other counterparts, maybe white counterparts getting, you know, cause they sometimes pay for your hotels. They pay for your fashion. They pay for everything. Like they promote. And so she had to come out of her pocket. Um, that's one point, I guess she had a problem with that. And she was complaining, you know, and so she sees the other people like say other, like other movie stars, they, they, they stay in these fabulous hotels and precious was Lee Daniels and Oprah. Uh -huh. So they could pay, I guess what she's saying, you know, because that's what usually happens. And then she took the money, I think, because she wanted the opportunity to get out of comedy and go, you know, um, pro. Mm -hmm. um, and then now with the, you know, you know what I'm saying, with the next, personally, I think Amy Schumer's not funny. That's my personal she's opinion. Not. <laughs> I guess she's not. Amy but Schumer. She's not, but, you know, I know, different, I know. Um. She's not like funny. She's, she's funny, but anyway. She's not funny, um, but see, here's the thing. That, that that's why they call it that's why they call it show business. Because it conducts of two parts. The show and then the business. And the business part is actually the more um, important part. Exactly. So yeah, like you don't you don't have to be funny. You don't even have to be talented to be successful in business. Uh I'm having a hard time with static. Just one more point because I'm static. And with and with her asking for five hundred thousand dollars, and then the three million five hundred thousand, I don't really know about that. I'm kind of confused with that. Um, that Joanne Marie said it was three million for an audition. She says five hundred thousand. So I need to see the email and see more information on that and more confirmation of, you know, I need to see hit the email. But I'm not. I don't know who's telling the truth or not. That's confusing to me. She says five hundred thousand dollars. She says no, it's not true. So I don't know one way or the other. I'm sorry, Static. I'm just trying to continue. So I just, I don't really know what to say. I mean, I think Monique's situation is a very strange, bizarre situation that she finds herself in, and uh, I just hope she gets out of it somewhere or the other. So that's all I have to say. So thanks for taking my call. Have a good day. I appreciate you. She kept talking about static. I, I don't hear no static. That, that's what happens when you fuck around with that damn Obama phone. You're fired! <laughs> <laughs> I, I disagree with her on one point, though. I, I totally disagree with her. What's that? I believe, I believe that this kind of stuff happens to to probably more than likely uh, black, black uh, entertainers. Um, it probably happens quite often. It's probably not as publicized as as uh, Miss Monique has made it, mm -hmm. but I'm sure it happens a lot. I'm sure it happens a lot in show business. I'm sure it does. Well, you know, with 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 a lot of the black entertainers, those those who are going through it, they understand the world we live in. So a lot of them, you know, are trying to continue to have a career, and they know that. The, the the Hollywood beast does not really discriminate when it comes to exacting punishment. 
It might it might discriminate when it comes to rewarding people, but it don't discriminate when it comes to to putting well, out punishment. Well, let's just let's just take well, let's just take uh, race and all of that out of it for a second. Let's let's look at the brass tacks. Mm-hmm. Um, the caller mentioned budget for promoting. Uh huh. Okay, it's a it's a budget that Netflix. Can actually negate because it has 120 million viewer subscription base. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're getting access to 100 million worldwide subscribers to Netflix, mm. and you're getting $500,000. Mm. Mm. Now, what can you do, my esteemed Valdez, with a 120 million subscriber base? Take over the motherfucking world. If you put me in front of, if you put my black ass in front of that many motherfucking people, you ain't going to have to give me 5 million, 13, you ain't going to have to give me shit. If you put me in front of that many motherfucking people. I'm going to promote so goddamn hard. I guarantee you, I probably make $5 million just off of fucking uh, merchandise sales alone. If you put me in front of that many people, I'm going to promote my clothing. I'm going to promote what my, the shit that I'm doing on my own. Because I'm going to be on there. I'm going to be doing the special, and they're going to be like... And I'm going to be like, yo, be sure you guys check me out on YouTube, too, at the end of the special. I might have some shit at the end of the special saying that. I might have that shit stamped at the bottom of the motherfucking screen. And not only that, but the thing is, she could have had her Twitter popping, mm-hmm. Instagram, so that way people always have eyes on. She didn't even have to participate in it herself. She could actually hire someone to actually manage those accounts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she's having one of those uh, typical type of look at me, feel sorry for me type moment that uh, a lot of women make and feel sorry for me. Let me tell you what the narrative is. I'm going to leave a whole lot of stuff out now and just. Oh, shit. My bad, y'all. Yes, girl. That's the part I have a problem with, and I've noticed it's actually the problem that a lot of women have, is she left so much out because she knew at the end of the day, if she told the story the way that the story was actually, uh, she would have gotten a lot of, like, uh, well, yeah, they were racist, I guess, but, you know, um, that's pretty shitty of you anyway. Why didn't well, you just go in addition? Well, that's what um, happens. That's what happens, Classic Ruby, when you fuck up. Everybody <laughs> everybody on here at some point in your life have fucked something up. And it won't no $3 million deal. Neither. It won't even a $500,000 deal. There's people out here who have fucked up at McDonald's. And will tell the damn story in a way that that makes them look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, yeah, girl. They were tripping at me, tripping about me. Yeah, I I think this is this is a a, a mental condition that um, a lot of us actually do suffer. Um, there's a there's a there's a group that uh, we used to collaborate with. 
they're actually out in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, New Era. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, these fellas, they ran a, a, a very well-known pastor off the block. He has a church out in Baltimore. His name is Pastor Jamal Bryant. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I knew you would love God. this one, Officer Panthro. I play to God. That's the first man. Of, that's the first local clergyman. I can't wait for the day to punch right in his fucking face. Now, now, now this Get is a guy who, who who has been robbing the community, viewing his Christianity, mm. giving virtually nothing back to the community. Mm. Oh my God! There's so many pastors like and that yet, online. And, and and, and then and then what happens? He gets into one scuffle with the police, and next thing you know, he's a radical revolutionary, thump down uh, black power for the people, and he tried to get out into the streets, and those boys ran him the fuck up out of there. Mm. Damn! Like, you... Hold up, where 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 were you, where were you back in the early two thousands? I got a great one for you, Cerulean. Have you ever heard of a guy named Doc, um, Pastor James Manning? Oh yes, oh Mister Mister Wacko James Manning. Oh my no. god, dude! Dude, it sounds so retarded. I was like, well, if you're talking about we ain't build nothing, why won't you help teach people to build something? Actually, where's that I, money? I, I, there's a conversation that we can, we can actually have offline because I actually uh, know a guy that assaulted. <laughs> yeah, and and by and by the way, you know, especially with that being said, with that being yeah. said, um, yeah, we're gonna continue that conversation offline. I'm about to close this joint out. Um, you guys can still hang out in Discord. I'm gonna jump off Discord so I can close out the show, but I will but, be back in here in a second. To uh, but yeah, whenever black folks, whenever black folks get get get, get their money from whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. the idea is to come back, help your community, invest in programs, invest in people that are helping the community. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure someone like uh, Officer Panthro could do well with a uh, stipend from the community. For coaching more boys. In fact, he could probably expand the program to where more boys can be coached in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that you haven't done that, and then whenever uh, white society shows you exactly what it thinks of you, uh, you cannot come back to lean on said community because you're not going to have it. Yeah. yeah. You gave, you've gave black folks your ass to kiss. So, I mean, once, like I said earlier, once uh, your white daddy done dropped you out of his bosom, you can't look for the people that you gave your ass to kiss to now catch you to be your trampoline. I mean, get the hell out of here, man. Exactly. You can't, you can't look for them to catch you now. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I want to talk to Cerulean Gray, but right after. Um, yeah, I'm about to jump Angry off. Man y'all closed. can. I'm about to jump off right now, so y'all can go ahead and and, and uh, jump into that. I'm about to go ham. Y'all won't be online. Cerulean. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna jump back on there in a second. Uh, 
because I want to hear what I want to hear what they're going to be saying on that conversation. But yo, man, before we close up out of here, um, I want to read the uh, I want to read the donations that everybody made uh, last night on the live on the uh, Angry Church and the donations you made today. Last night uh, we had let's see. Last night, the first person to donate was Kendra Davis, who said, this is so awesome. You got that right. It was awesome. And then you had Classic Ruby, who donated. She said, the start of something comically beautiful. Cheers. And then you had Kid Savage donated. He said, keep up the good work. Then you had Q Wilson. He said, are you guys roasting some flying monkey? But then today, for today's show, the first person to donate was the Grinch God. He said, do your thing, my nigga. Then we had Victor Vega, who said, listening and playing some Dragon Ball. Yeah, I'm about to jump on that in a minute, too. Um, then we had Shadow Prince. He said, another one. Then we had Black Caesar. He said, love the show. Then we had Brent. Said, great channel. Then we had NGA, who donated. And another cup of Kool-Aid who donated. I appreciate every last one of you guys who donated, especially those of you who are donating for the first time. Um, thanks for showing up. Thanks for actually donating and contributing to the channel. You know what I'm saying? We actually will be back later on. Make sure that you tune in for the Angry Church. Because we're going to have, we're going to be, I think we're going to talk about, I think we're going to talk about violence against men from women i think that's what we're going to talk about i think we're going to talk about how women don't seem to be able to keep their hands to themselves and what happens when men actually fight back we might actually talk about that i'm not 100 percent sure but you already know whatever we talk about we're going to be cooking with fresh fresh motherfucking grease you feel what i'm saying but joe to everybody that's watching you already 90 know what it is. seconds follow me on all social media at Angry Man Channel, on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and Periscope. Follow me on Snapchat at the underscore Angry Man. You already know what it is. If you want to see these live streams, you got to go over to Patreon and become a patron. You feel me? But yo, we up out of here. Deuces. 60 seconds. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.